Well, that happened. The Cardinal season is over. Unceremoniously punished 34-11 on the road against the Los Angeles Rams. There's going to be a lot more uncomfortability than comfortability this offseason, free agency, front office, coaching staff, Kyler Murray. We're going to be along for the ride with you. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, Locked on Cardinals. Let's break it down. Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I mean, I could say Rise Up Red Sea, but I'm not going to mean it. Alex Clancy, Bob Rock, Locked On Cardinals. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day, free and available on all platforms this entire offseason, which starts right now as the Cardinals um, get embarrassed on Monday Night Football in front of the whole NFL world, 34-11. This game was never in question. They were down 21-0 at halftime. The Cardinals didn't show up physically, emotionally, mentally, whatever. And this is where we're at with a lot more questions than answers. Pretty much where we were going into the 2021 season, the Cardinals just have 11 more wins under their all-time record. Bo, listen, you've been the level-headed one of the two of us throughout this roller coaster of a journey. Um, we were texting back and forth throughout the game. You know, mm -hmm. there wasn't a whole lot of positivity coming out, obviously, because of what we were witnessing. Seems like the Cardinals didn't show up for four quarters initially in your head, aside from feeling, you know, frustrated that we're not going to get to watch the Cardinals play another game this year. What were you most aggravated about? Like if you could blame one thing, like what was going through your head when it finally stopped spinning after what we witnessed for 60 minutes on Monday night to kind of put a, a kind of a broader, take a broader approach. It's the, the Arizona Cardinals not showing up again. I mean, that's we we haven't seen them play a good football game since Dallas, and then before that, we hadn't seen them play a good football game since Chicago. Uh, I mean, just this is how the game started for the offense, Alex. It goes punt, 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 interception for a touchdown, interception, punt. That's the end of the half. That's unacceptable. I mean that that was that was, that's exactly why. They got their their doors blown off by the Los Angeles Rams. They embarrassed the state of Arizona. They embarrassed the organization. They embarrassed the fan base. And they did it in front of the damn Manning brothers, which is, uh, in my mind, it's unacceptable. When you're sitting there and you're turning on the Manning cast, and you got Larry Fitzgerald on there who refuses to say that he's retired. He'll say everything but that he's retired. And then the Arizona Cardinals are just absolutely, the wheels are falling off. Uh, in the 2021-2022 season. Like it was a it was a hot out of the gates and at the end of the season the wheels fell off. There are so many questions remaining for this organization. So many questions and not a whole lot of answers and a huge crazy busy offseason on tap because I think there was one big question that kind of uh came out of Monday night your franchise quarterback, something that a lot of people, the majority, I know there's a lot of people, there, there are people that doubt Kyler Murray because mm -hmm. of his size. He's a non-traditional quarterback. They've seen performances that they're not happy with, but the majority of the fan base went into Monday night thinking 
without a shadow of a doubt that they had a solution at franchise quarterback. And I think after the performance on Monday night, there are a lot of people doubting that, hey, is this someone that we can win with? Yep. And, and it's it's completely valid. It's completely rational. And, you know, that's something that we're going to have to discuss throughout the offseason, you know, and it's it's something that obviously there is no answer to. We're going to find out at the end of next year, but it's like, I mean, you're going to extend them. Like, I mean, we've got we've got so much time. We've got so much time to talk about that. Um, I don't think personally that he's gotten a whole lot of help, guidance, leadership, in my opinion. I don't think he's gotten a whole lot of guidance and leadership to take him to the next level. I've always said that Jared Goff would win because of Sean McVay, and now Matt Stafford, Kyler Murray wins in spite of Cliff Kingsbury. I truly do believe that. But it's not all on Cliff Kingsbury that Kyler Murray played like Garbaggio tonight. Or like on Monday night, he did. The, he yeah. he did not. He was a deterrent to the Cardinals winning as opposed to a catalyst. He was a deterrent to the Cardinals staying in the game as opposed to being the catalyst, which is what the Cardinals needed him to be. Sure, DeAndre Hopkins was out. The offensive line played terribly compared to what we'd seen so far th- throughout this season, where they were one of the strengths of the Arizona Cardinals. Um, we can talk about. We're going to talk about Cliff Kingsbury this offseason. We're going to talk about Steve Kime this offseason. Like there's so many things that need to be discussed, but first from Monday night, that is a team that the first half of Seattle and the full entire playoff game were absentee landlords in place of players. They were not there and that's not unfair. That's what we watched. And, and that's something like, who do you blame that on? You can play the blame game on a lot of things. Usually the coach gets blamed for that. Because he doesn't have them up for the game. There's not enough preparation time. There's too many cell phone breaks, too many fruit carts, or whatever Cliff Kingsbury does. And I don't know if that's necessarily fair, but that's usually the storyline after a trash box game that we watched. That's usually who gets looked at first. That's fair, right? It's usually the coach and the quarterback that get looked at first. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, and, and listen, these are uncomfortable conversations we're going to have. I mean, again, this is going to be the offseason of uncomfortability. The Cardinals could look like a fran- like an expansion team, again, compared to what they look like now with all the players that are that are have expiring contracts. Yeah, look, nobody's safe. I'm pointing into the camera, and I'm pointing at everybody in the organization. Nobody's safe. Sucka. And we're going to have, because everybody is is uh you know it's a whodunit and everybody is a suspect and as far as wh- why the Arizona Cardinals were murdered on Monday nights <laughs> you know it's it, Steve Kime I mean you could look in point at the general manager for how he built the offensive line and how it was a turnstile and, and, and Kyler Murray was in the face of pressure every single down you know um you you know there was a big play because when you thought and getting back to kind of Kyler Murray a little bit and, and I want to like I don't, I don't want to harp on Kyler Murray because I, I'm going to say that he had a horrible game and I'm not going to be the ones in the corner of saying he's not a franchise quarterback because I think he has every bit of talent that it's going to take to do that. Um, but they get the ball to, to start the game. He could have put the team on his shoulders and got him found a way to, to get it done, right? He didn't elevate his game. The Cardinals force, the defense forces a punt on their first series the offense comes out, goes three and out again. They had four straight three and outs. And every single one of those was a missed opportunity from this quarterback that we all believed could be an MVP caliber player that just didn't, he was a no-show. 
And that was a big problem for the Arizona Cardinals. And, uh, you know, you look at the 2020 draft and, you know, Isaiah Simmons, what was his impact? He barely got on the field in the first couple series of this game. His play had kind of fallen off outside of that Dallas game. You know, you look at drafting a linebacker in the first round in back-to-back seasons when, you know, what's going on with the offensive line You know, in, in protecting your number one asset in Kyler Murray? And it's there, there's just so many different ways and so many places you can point to that are could be um, – the reason for their lack of success, uh, you know, it, it's interesting. It's, it's certainly, it's got legs and uh, I know who you want to point at and I know who you want to blame, but I I think this is a huge, 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 just bigger problem in the organization. There's, there's a stench coming from it right now. Yeah. Alex Nancy Balbrog, Locked on Cardinals. On this rainbow and butterfly edition of Locked on Cardinals, come Tuesday after their uh, season was unceremoniously punished into the ground, by Sean McVay, Matthew Stafford at all. Now, the thing is, the defense didn't play that bad. We're going to talk about the defense next because even though they put up a 30-burger against the Cardinals, the defense wasn't the problem as much as it seemed like it was. Alex Lindsay Bobrock locked on Cardinals. BetOnline.ag. I'll bet you that there isn't a line for the Cardinals game next week because they ain't playing, but if there were, BetOnline.ag would be happy to welcome you into a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond for all the other teams not named the Arizona Cardinals. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the betting sports wagering, all the best sports wagering action for 2022. There's an, it's the new year. They've got a new interface, new mobile device, whatever. Go to the website or use your mobile device today to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code locked on. Go to the website or use your mobile device today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus with promo code locked on to get started from football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, right to your favorites, favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. This sucks. Second segment, Locked on Cardinals, <laughs> Alex Lancy, Bo Brock. Uh, follow him at Bob Brock. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. All joking aside, thank you to everybody who's continued along this journey with us. We mean it. All the halftime shows, all the postgame shows, Bo and I yelling at each other. Um, yeah. It's like this is the best half an hour of my day every day. And I know that Bo has a kid and a wife. This is his best 30 minutes also. Don't let him yeah. Don't let him say things otherwise. Don't worry. Nobody's listening. I know. 30. I know. Um, update I know. for you real quick, uh, because this guy was uh, public enemy number one. Just brutal play from last night's game. Buda Baker knocked out of the game. Uh, went to He was ruled out with a concussion. He went to uh, the hospital for more examinations. And, you know, Cam Akers, after the play, just completely disrespectful. Looked like a complete loser as he kind of taunted Buda Baker. Didn't show any kind of remorse. But finally, after the game, he tweeted out, uh, prayers up to Buda. I didn't know he was hurt after the play, but I have nothing but respect for him. And all right, we can just squash that. Uh, I, 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 for as much as the Rams were dominating that game, they're very annoying to watch. They seem very <laughs> classless to me. They do. I mean, Aaron Donald was choking DJ Humphreys and all he got was a it was a personal foul penalty. I mean that's that's absurd to me. You could you saw on the telecast he literally had his hand on DJ Humphreys' throat and he's just yeah flag whatever. Uh, it's just and they were up big at, in both those moments. I just didn't uh, like what I saw for the Rams, but that could also just because they 
uh, peed in my Cheerios too by destroying Gross. the Cardinals season. <laughs> Gross. Um, yeah, no, I mean, let, let, let's shift to the defense here. You yeah. know, we talked during the pregame show about Odo Beckham. Odo Beckham scores a touchdown. Odo Beckham looked great. He's a wide Big receiver. Third down three. catch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean was on third down and then the, the next drive, huge play on third yeah, down. That coming across the middle. Yeah. And, the next play. And, at, and at one point he had more passing yards than Kyler Murray, blah, 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 blah. Um, the thing is about uh, like Odo Beckham, I kind of root for him now. Like ever since he went to Cleveland, because he kept his mouth quiet. He tore his ACL on a tackle after an interception by Maker Mayfield, tore his ACL, came back. He was kind of quiet. They let him go. They traded. They sent him to the Rams. And the dude has seven touchdowns in 10 games with them or something, including tonight, including Monday night. Like the dude's a wide receiver three and in one of the better offenses in the league. Cooper Cup was held under wraps for the majority of the game. I think he had 50 total yards or something right around there. Like mm -hmm. the defense overall. Okay. The Cardinals went three and out, three and out, three and out. As, so it was first four, you said? It, it, they went yeah. three and out the first three times, the first three drives in a game for the first time. Thank you, Ed Werder, since 2016. Okay? So even in 2018, during that crap box 16 weeks uh, of watching Cardinals football, the Cardinals didn't go three and out to start a game three times in a row. So the offense didn't aid them with any sort of help. They were on the field for 11 minutes and 10 seconds of the first quarter the Cardinals were defense. They only gave up seven points. The pick six kind of threw them behind the eight ball. Like the defense played fine, but you have to play a different style of defense when you're down 21 nothing in a playoff game and then 28 nothing after the first drive of the second half. A lot of third down breakdowns. Like Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins just aren't there. Uh, you know, I, I don't I don't know how much. Say we're doing the blame pie, Bo, and it mm -hmm. tastes gross, so don't try it. How much of the blame pie goes to Vance Joseph in the entirety of the season? I know that he's been a hot butt name, just like last year. Mm -hmm. He was he was a summa cum laude, and then he was a dropout. You know, compared what people thought first half of the season to the second half. Where, how much of this would you put on Vance, or is this kind of just an elixir where both are kind of at fault in their own ways with him and Cliff? Uh, in his own way, he was at fault because you saw him obviously have to deal with not having the same personnel that he started with, and he didn't make any adjustments. He was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna run my scheme, and I'm gonna run my scheme, and I'm gonna run my scheme, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work." Or it seemed like there was that type of stubbornness and reluctant reluctancy to do that. I, I just, uh, yeah, I think that this a loss like Monday night falls on the entire organization's shoulders. And if you want to play, if you want to bake a blame pie, yeah, he's, he has his own significantly big slice in it for sure. But I think Cliff Kingsbury has the biggest slice to that pie. Uh, he's in there too. And Steve Kime as well. Um, and then you can put the field as far as the rest of the roster goes. There was, there, uh, you know, the, the defense, I, I agree with you. They, they were put in tough situations. There were short fields because the Cardinals couldn't flip the field, and it wasn't Andy Lee's fault. It was because the offense just got nothing. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, the second drive, how how tired were you? It's like you put this, this, this old dog out of misery. How tired were you of watching A.J. Green and Christian Kirk and Rondell Moore, just these miscommunications, that ball that – Kyler Murray threw on third down that fell 
harmlessly to the turf between Rondell Moore and Christian Kirk. <laughs> I mean, that could have been, that would that could have changed that was the, a touchdown. This, this entire game. Yeah, could've, that was a touchdown. I mean, that game that was when the game was 0-0. The Cardinals could have taken a 7-0 lead with that play. And it's just like that's that play was a microcosm, at least offensively, <laughs> of the second things, half of the season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And, and it's like with those with the right receiver, I know second round pick Rondell Moore is going to come back because he's on their contract for the next three more seasons. But Christian Kirk's a free agent. AJ Green's a free agent. It's just like I'd rather just roll the dice with somebody, anybody else at this point. It's just like I know they can make plays, but at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, you can't like rely on them. On, on any given play to to come up with the with the big catch or to move the chains or or, or anything, it just you couldn't rely on any. The, the only person you could rely on was was out because he just had his knee cut into. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, you know it's. I don't know. I mean, this is still kind of we're recording this right after the game. Okay, so it's we're still kind of our thoughts are kind of all over the place here. You know, the post-game great. Thank you for everybody who who joined us for the post-game uh, knee-jerk reaction pod on YouTube. Um, I don't – it's a lot to process right now. You know, like it's, it's actually happened. Mm-hmm. It's actually happened. The catastrophic ending to the season happened how everybody hoped it wasn't going to, but – Everybody said, well, they have one more week. Well, they have one more week. Well, it's the playoffs. Well, they made the playoffs. Well, they made the playoffs. Now what? We're going to give our first taste into what the offseason may look like. We're going to keep it very macro. We're going to keep it very short. But it's it's part of this. It's part of this reaction to the Cardinals just getting absolutely embarrassed in front of all of the NFL. All of the NFL. Every single of the NFL. Alex Lanty, Paul Brock, Locked on Cardinals. People think unusual circumstances meet complicated taxes. But for TurboTax Live experts, that's what makes things interesting. They're nerds like, Bo, maybe you inherited a condo and are renting it out, or maybe you're getting paid in crypto and aren't sure how it's taxed. For TurboTax Live experts, an interesting life can mean an even greater refund. Luckily, TurboTax Live can match you with the right experts who have experience in your unique situation and can answer all of your tax questions right from your phone or computer. They can even take care of the whole filing process for you, which is awesome. Whether you launch your own startup or you're working multiple jobs and juggling multiple incomes, an experienced TurboTax Live expert can help you during the entire filing process or do your taxes for you from start to finish to get you the tax deductions you deserve. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. You do your thing. They've got your taxes. Into it, TurboTax Live. Final segment on this melancholy um, Tuesday podcast, Locked on Cardinals. Bo and I promise you a couple things. One, we're going to be with you every day. We're going to be with you every day this offseason. Five days a week, that's what we're going to do. We'll revisit in July, but Bo and I like doing this podcast. So 25 minutes a day really is no sweat for us. Um, Kyler Murray regressed the second half of this season for for the second year in a row. You can say what you want about injury. He regressed two uh, two second halves of two seasons in a row. Cliff Kingsbury has yet to win an important NFL game. Truth. Van Joseph looks to become more and more of a scapegoat every time the Cardinals lose. I don't know if that's warranted. Should Steve Kimes still have a job? 
what free agents should the Cardinals re or what players that are currently on the roster should the Cardinals resign? Because there's a boatload of them. There's yeah. a lot of conversations that need to have. These are really going to be the five before we get to drafts and everything. Those are really going to be the five topics. And you know what? Is Kyler the guy? I mean, I feel like that's the easiest question to answer as of now. If Cliff Kingsbury is getting this leash, Kyler Murray should get double, in my opinion. But that's something, again, that I, I feel like Bo and I are going to agree on. But it's a conversation that needs to be discussed, at mm -hmm. least, from what we've seen the second half of two seasons in a row. We have our conversation with the qualifiers that, of what the reality we live in, right? That Steve Kime is the general manager, and we try to you know, play these glorified weather forecasters of what direction either we would go or what direction we think Steve Kime's going to go or what we think Cliff Kingsbury is going to do schematically with the offense or, you know, what he's actually going to do. So with that being said, like, that, that's how we're going to approach the offseason. Like, there's the reality we live in and then what we think the team should do and what they're actually going to do. Uh, I think what if the team and they can they can make a move today like i don't think it's out the out of the realm of possibility like a head could roll there could be a scapegoat vance joseph he doesn't deserve to leap even though his defense didn't perform right. uh, i don't think cliff kingsbury deserves to leave i know you disagree with that and I, i'll let you pile on if you want um but here's what i'll say if cliff kingsbury remains the head coach of this team the number one priority this offseason is an offensive coordinator. Exactly. Yes. Yes. You have to have somebody in there that has is going to even uh, challenge. He's going to challenge Cliff Kingsbury because there isn't enough. There isn't enough disagreement. There's. It's not like this podcast. There's not enough debate. There's not enough people that are pushing Cliff Kingsbury as far as what sh what they should be doing offensively uh, in that locker room, in that organization. And I think you have to find a play caller. And, it, you know, Sean McVay even was, he he got himself an offensive coordinator. And, um, you know, I, I think that that should be even bigger than some of the, you know, going after some big name free agents or retaining your free agents or whatever, or who you're drafting the first round. I think that should be a top priority because, it's going. This is it. Like this is this is the biggest year in off season and next season for for Kyler Murray. And it, it could be make or break for them because, like I said, there there was a lot of questions that came after the performance from your franchise quarterback after last night's performance. Um, so and and also Steve Kime. You know who knows? We could see Steve Kime be shown the door. I don't think so because I think Steve Kime has taught Michael Bidwell everything he knows about team building. And I don't know if he would be bold enough to to fire a guy that he's worked with for over 20 years. Yeah, and that's problem number one. I mean, the cronyism, the, nepoti the nepotism, it, it's nepotism at this point, is real. Um, that was well put. Um, I, I don't... It's, again, it's a lot to process right now. Like, that's not, that's not a cop-out. It's like, the thing is, though, and we're, again, we'll talk about this. These are macro topics if you're going to bring in an offensive coordinator what's cliff kingsbury's purpose it's yeah because look and that's fair and, and i think you know and everybody who question and everybody's going to call me like this this cliff kingsbury really not it, it's just going i'm going against one of the 
bigger Cliff Kingsbury detractors of, of all time <laughs> in you, but like, do I think that he should have been the guy that be hired in the first place? No, probably not. He was a failure as a college head coach. Like what you're asking for is going to take an incredible amount of patience. And by the time that you get him potentially up to speed, you've got Kyler Murray's rookie contract. Uh, it's, it's ending. And then you're going to have to invest the amount of money that you have to invest in a franchise quarter quarterback, which is going to take up close to 20% of your salary cap. And then you're going to have to rely on your, your GM who isn't that good at drafting uh, to build a roster with not a lot of money. And it's just like, I don't know. I don't know how you do it. Oh man. When it's something we never thought that we'd be discussing right now. I mean, if things don't get better, the franchise tags in play. Yeah. <laughs> like, like there are things that like, and, and I mean, I think we're still in a believe Kyler Murray stance now. Right. Or, or no, yeah. I mean, are you? I, no, like here, here's where I am with, I'm, I'm completely critical of his performance on Monday night. It was shameful. It was awful. It was terrible. Uh, but do I still believe he has the ability to be a franchise quarterback? Absolutely. And mm -hmm. I don't think that it, that like people have bad games. People go into slumps. He wasn't great down the stretch. It's terrible on Monday night, but he still has the skill set and the ability to be the guy that everybody thought he he was going to be when they drafted him number one, and he was the offensive rookie of the year, and he took the step forward in year two, and he looked like he did at the beginning of the season. Like, yeah, it's not over. Like, I, I don't, I don't even think we're going to be dealing with like a Carson Wentz situation or a Jared Goff where he's going to regress horribly in the next, you know, twelve to eighteen months. I, I think he'll be fine. If anything, he could use this as, as a, as a something to learn from because I don't think Kyler Murray, outside of losing to Alabama in the college football playoff, has faced failure like he did on monday night no he didn't he hasn't and it was terrible i mean it was it was terrible alex lancy bob rock locked on cardinals follow him at bob rack follow me at clancy's corner thank you to everybody who's been on this journey with us for the regular season we're starting back at square one baby doesn't mean we're going anywhere um any any last words on what we saw monday night nobody should feel easy cleaning out their, their locker. I, I hope, I know we probably won't. Uh, I, I know that this team has been pretty transparent with the media, starting with like Jordan Hicks talking about how he wanted to, to be traded out of the desert uh, in training camp. I hope the trend news as they do exit interviews and we get some, maybe some answers for some of the questions that we have. I mean, nothing's going to fully, you know, satisfy us with how things ended against the Los Angeles Rams. But, you know, you hope to hear in the next day or two, as this team exits, you know, their facility in Tempe and cleans out their locker rooms, what what really went wrong and, and where there's a disconnect. And if it is the coaching staff and, and that's revealed, you know, we'll have that conversation. But I'm excited to get in the offseason. I love the offseason just as much as I love the regular season, if not more. We'll do mock draft Mondays is early. I think it's this Monday. We'll probably release uh -huh. mock draft. And then uh, we'll start uh -huh. to look at a lot of the – I mean, there's a ton of players – <laughs> that might have played their last downs for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, some guys that uh, you've been cheering for for the last couple of years, you know, Chase Edmonds, Christian Kirk, Chandler Jones, uh, and then oh. guys in the short term, and James Conner, A.J. Green, and and Zach Ertz, and, and the list goes on and on. And then, of course, we got to talk about Kyler's extension. I mean, my God, like, and, and I, I really want to do a podcast. I shouldn't have asked you. I really want to do a podcast, and you just probably just want to go to bed because we're doing this late. <laughs> I shouldn't have asked you. Uh, I want to do a case for Cliff Kingsbury. I want to do a case for 
a case against Cliff Kingsbury. Where we're both, and we'll do an episode each. Case against Cliff Kingsbury, the case for Cliff Kingsbury. And then we could probably do one for Steve Kime too. Cool. How much time you got? <laughs> How much About time? 30 you minutes got? a day. <laughs> Free and available on all platforms. Alex Lancey, Bull Rock, Locked on Cardinals. We'll talk to you tomorrow.